Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Unrecognizable. I am your host, Dean Dwyer. And I want to constantly remind you that this is a show about what I believe to be the greatest skill we can ever teach ourselves, which is the ability to change our own behaviors, to take behaviors that are limiting us in some way and have done so for some people for years, if not decades, and actually turn them into allies, turn them into things that make our lives, that we overcome that problem and we we experience tremendous joy as a result of being able to rein these things in. And then we systematically begin to sort of eliminate other problems that we're suffering from. So, and and the other thing, that, sorry, the other thing I want to mention with this too is that the way that I've structured this show is I'm going to model my thinking. I'm going to tell you the things I'm working on. I'm going to tell you the ideas that I have. And the only thing that I ask from you is to sort of listen to my ideas with an open mind and then be willing to challenge your own assumptions, right? So when we're quick to dismiss something, that usually means that we have an assumption at play that we don't even realize is at play. So be willing to challenge your own assumptions. I like to ask the question, what if, what if that is right? Like, what if I have a fundamentally flawed mindset about this? What if that is right? You know, could that open up tremendous possibilities? I'm going to ask the same of you. So this episode is uh, me thinking out loud, actually. And if I like my thinking, I'll share it as a podcast. And if it's a jumbled, bizarre mess, then it's just going to be for me. And I'll have to figure out a, another way to kind of get this message out. But um, I was watching... One of the, one area on YouTube, in one area, <laughs> um, one thing on YouTube that I enjoy watching are dog training videos. And last night I was watching, I think it's Caesar nine one one. Sorry, I probably should have done that before I jumped on the uh, jumped on my uh, phone here. But uh, Caesar nine one one, and he is working with a pit bull. And what I find fascinating is I think there are there is a tremendous correlation between dogs and humans, and specifically between dogs and our brain. I believe they, they, they act very much on similar principles. And what I mean by that is when you look at um, an untrained dog, an untrained dog is essentially an owner who hasn't taken the time to set clear boundaries about what's in play and what isn't in play. And as a result, the dog is an absolute disaster. Right, constantly pulling on the leash. If they got off leash, like they would just like dart off. You know, they'd be gone, uh, jumping up all over people, chewing things, eating things. Like again, that's an undisciplined dog, right? Which is an undisciplined, you know, which is owner that doesn't know how to set boundaries and and enforce those boundaries. Well, the same thing happens for us and our brains, right? Like, I think of my brain as a stupid, untrained dog. And if I just leave it to its own devices, it is it causes nothing but chaos. You know, I know that we falsely believe that our brain has our best interests at heart. And I think there's a few evolutionary things where it does, like a loud noise, like we will react, those sorts of things. But there's a lot of things that our brain does that is actually not in our best interest. And so for me, I'm fascinated with that, that I really think that a big part of my journey is trying to figure out how to train my brain, right? Again, to think of it as this dumb dog 
And it's like, how do I, I mean, I have to train it. I have to tell it what's in play and what isn't in play. And so I want to play off an idea that I did in a previous podcast where I talked about the fact that the thing that I have struggled with most profoundly on my journey is not eat, <clears throat> is not eating at night. And I had an interesting observation today because I was thinking about this. And, and I realized I haven't spent enough time thinking more deeply about my own behaviors. But I am now, today is seven days in a row that I've gone without eating at night. And it's been effortless. Now I'm going to put that in quotation marks, but it really has. Like I, I haven't... Um, typically what happens is the first night I do this, it's a real struggle. I get up, I want to eat, I've got to kind of, you know, I'm really kind of using willpower. But even willpower is not sustainable long-term when you're trying to use force to prevent yourself from doing something. But typically after the second or third day, I kind of fall into, it, it become I don't even think about it, right? And I have not thought about it over the last six days. But I also noticed something else, and I, I believe that there is a direct correlation here, is Every night, I plan what I'm going to have the following day. So I already know what my meals are going to be. I know what my calorie totals are going to be. That is already planned. When I am not disciplined with my eating, and what I mean by that is I end up eating more than what I had planned on eating, what I realize I'm doing is I am basically telling my brain, hey, listen, all the rules that I have in place, they're all open for discussion. You can challenge each and every one of them. And my brain's like, you know, oh, okay. Well, okay. So so everything's in play. And what I have what I'm if I go back and I look at my spreadsheet, I, I will see a direct correlation between when I overeat and when I eat at night. Because when I overeat during the day, what I've done is I've broken a commitment to myself. Right? I've broken a bond with my brain where I said, like, I am only going to eat this. And I've opened up the door, right? I I've not only have I opened up the door, like I've kicked the door wide open. And so now my brain is questioning everything that I had planned on doing or not doing. So what happens is I overeat during the day. So let's say I have four or 500 calories more than I should have. You know, some days I have 1,000 calories. That's not, um, you know, not, it doesn't happen a lot. But more often than not, I will have four or 500 extra calories, uh, more, more regular than I would like to do. Actually, I don't want to do it at all. But what I have found on those days, when I do that, um, it becomes, I eat at night. And I know what I'm doing is I'm sending a message to my brain. It's like, okay, well, if your calorie total is negotiable, then uh, how about this eating at night thing? Let's, let's, let's give this a spin too. Let's, let's have something to eat. And so I am less likely to stick to my goal when I overeat during the day. And again, this is kind of maybe the example I would use Again, if I go back to training a dog, if you have a dog and you are training it not to sit on the couch and then one day you're just, you've had an off day, you're feeling, you know, whatever, you decide you let the dog up on the couch, you have created a problem because what you've now, the message to the dog, because the dog's like, oh, this is in play now, right? And so you've ba- you're basically undoing all the training that you've done by by that one moment where you're giving in and saying, yep, come up on the, come up on the couch. You're going to create all kinds of problems for your dog. And, and your dog is going to start misbehaving, not because it's a bad dog, because you're confusing 
the dog. The dog doesn't know. Now. I, I don't understand the rules. You you said I couldn't, but now you're saying I can. And then I jump up again and you get mad at me. I, I you know, so now I'm going to pee on the floor because I don't understand what's happening. Like, like that's the kind of stuff that's going on with your dog. It's the same thing with our brain. We are confusing our brain. And so what I'm beginning to understand and, and keep in mind, I am two and a half years into this journey and I am just making this realization now is the importance of consistency. Um, Jim Collins has this wonderful quote and it's over at my desk and I, um, I'll have to paraphrase it, but essentially it's the, it's this idea that, uh, we don't, we don't struggle because we don't know what to do. We struggle because we are chronically inconsistent, meaning we will commit to something and we'll do it for three or four days in a row and then we'll not do it for the next three days. And then we'll do it for a couple of days and then I'm not going to do it for the next five days. And then I'll do it for five days and then I'm not going to do it for two weeks. And that is extremely problematic, that the idea is to set, you know, what I call essential habits, is to set your habits and then you show up every single day and you do them exactly as planned um, with the idea of taking that essential habit and turning it into an eternal habit and an eternal habit is something we do for years and then decades right so for me to have success with not eating at night is going to be linked entirely to my ability to stick to my eating plan that it's critical if I want to have success tonight not eating then my success starts today with telling my brain like listen we've already set the rule I'm not overeating. Then my job is don't overeat. Understanding that the moment that I break that pack with my brain, I am messing my brain up. I just turned it into a dumb dog because now it's like, everything's in play again. And then I end up fighting myself and I don't have, you know, I have intermittent success. And then suddenly this can go on like this whole eating at night thing, uh, which again corresponds to my overeating, has been going on for almost on and off for nine months, right? I've, I've probably got a 50% success ratio or failure ratio with this. And so again, start just stick to my eating plan seven days in a row, eating exactly what I should be eating. No problem not eating at night. So my job is I've trained my brain. Let's not confuse it by breaking the rules. So what does that mean for you? Well, I think, again, I really like the analogy of thinking of my brain as a dumb dog. It's my job to train it and not to assume that it has my best interest at heart because I don't feel that it does most of the time. It's my job to tell my brain what to do, right? And and the way that I do that is once I figure out what it is I should be doing and that I can commit to, my job is to be consistent. Consistency is this word we throw out and it sounds super easy. Right? It's like, oh yeah, everybody understands it intellectually, but nobody understands it on a day-to-day level about how hard it is that we are sort of hardwired to say, ah, oh, you know what, give yourself a break. My job is not to fall into that trap. So we'll see how I do with this, but that's a big, big insight for me to sort of recognize that one behavior is tied to poor behavior in another area. And so if I can keep that area in check, it has a spillover effect into that area, which is also going to have a spillover effect to a whole bunch of other areas of my life. I need to keep my commitments to myself because the moment I break them, uh, I am then sending a message that everything is open for negotiation. 
and life becomes exponentially more difficult because I'm constantly now having to use force to try and keep myself in check. So I want you to think about the same thing with you. What, what's a behavior that you are looking to, ad- to adopt that you want to do every single day? And your job is to set a threshold that first of all is attainable on a daily basis. And then your challenge is don't deviate from that. The moment that you give yourself that like, oh, it's okay, you've earned it today, that's when chaos happens. That's when trouble brews. That's when you become horribly inconsistent. And for most people, that inconsistency leads to eventually you stop doing the behavior altogether. Uh, Something I talked about before, right? That's why people lose weight and put it all back on again. Right is because they were doing, they were consistently doing a habit. They then open the door for inconsistency, and inconsistency leads to non-existence, where we're no longer doing it at all. All right, my friend, that is it. Um, take this and use it any way that you can to begin sort of making immediate progress in your life on the goals that you have. We'll talk to you again soon.